the really funny thing about crossing the border for dates is oh, border yeah. patrol asks you what your purpose for going Please to state your business. Is. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going on a date. <laughs> I got like such dad responses. One of them, it was kind of funny. He was like, I have to ask you that you don't have any weapons and you can't bring any mm-hmm. weapons, but I feel unsafe with you going without any weapons. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I love that. I know. Welcome back for another episode of Interstates and Heartbreak, a podcast all about dating. And my hope is that it will help individuals with their love life. That can be through providing some advice or providing some encouragement through the knowledge that there are other people who are going through the same issues that you've been facing. And so I'm really excited to introduce Emily Johnston O'Neill and to kind of dive into what I'm talking about. Hi, I'm Emily. (laughs) Honestly, this feels super awkward because it feels like I'm back auditioning for things and I have like a number on my shirt and have to do the whole, hi, I'm Emily, number 35, (laughs) auditioning for the role, whatever. Well, you've already gotten the part, so hopefully less awkward. (laughs) Speaking of which, ever since you started this podcast, I was like, ooh, I want to be a guest, not because I think I have anything necessarily interesting, but I don't know life goal to be interviewed by someone. Glad I can help make that dream come true. (laughs) Yes. So when you finally asked me, I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to high school together. I transferred to your school halfway through our junior year. So grew up in San Diego, but I currently live in Northern New York up by the Canadian border in a teeny tiny town called Madrid spelled madrid (laughs) (laughs) never gets old pronounced madrid because rednecks they feel like you know they saw madrid on a map in europe had no idea how to pronounce it but like it must be fancy it's a place we're gonna (laughs) name our town after it this town has about 1500 people Mm -hmm. the next question i get after i mentioned that to like literally anybody or if I'm talking to somebody up here and I say I'm from San Diego mm-hmm. they're like what the hell are you doing in North New York <laughs> like how did you it's, end up here it's a fair question <laughs> it really is a lot of people think I'm insane especially when I say oh I actually didn't move here from San Diego I moved here from Hawaii starker contrast <laughs> yes definitely So after going to school at UC Irvine, I moved to Manhattan, where I was professionally dancing for a while. Then I moved back to San Diego and went back to school for chemistry. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to Chicago and worked at the Field Museum of Natural History, kind of combining both the chemistry and the archaeology that my undergrad degree was in Mm -hmm. to do artifact conservation. And from Chicago, I moved to Hawaii where I was doing archaeology and also working for the city doing like statue conservation. So if you've Mm -hmm. ever gone to Waikiki and taken a photo with Duke Kahanamoku, 
I was the person that cleaned the statue every six months. Um, you can thank Emily for that. Wow. That's yes. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just incredibly burnt out from moving all over the place and mm-hmm. like starting from zero and not really having much of a support system anywhere in terms of like friends or family. Mm-hmm. And I had to come out here for our high school friend Kelsey's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was her maid of honor. And I had visited up here when I was living in Manhattan. Actually, the first time I visited was when Hurricane Sandy happened. Mm. The first day that I could get out of the city, I got on a nine-hour bus ride and came all the way up here to visit Kelsey. Mm -hmm. So when I had to come out here for the wedding, I already knew what the area was like. I already knew Mm -hmm. that I loved it. So I was like, what if I just stayed? Yeah. (laughs) And now three years later, I am still here, still doing environmental science. So yeah. That is so cool. Ended up here. I already clearly knew every city that you lived in, but I feel like hearing them all back to back, it really just puts it into context. And it honestly makes me feel kind of lame. I'm like, I moved two hours away and then I just stayed there since graduation. So very cool that you had all those experiences. I thought I guess- you were going to say hearing them all back to back makes you feel exhausted just listening to it because that's how I feel. <laughs> Well, from the perspective of moving, yes, because you're talking to someone who stayed in the same apartment for seven years at one point. And so, yeah, moving is definitely something that is already exhausting. Can't imagine how much so when you're moving to an entirely different state. And you also need to like refresh your entire wardrobe between every move because the climates are so different. Oh my goodness. I'm finally really doing that for living up here because basically Mm -hmm. all the clothing I wore the entire time I was in Hawaii I just can't wear here yeah it's been sitting in my closet and (laughs) it's all these like spaghetti strap flowy tank tops (laughs) and it's just like inappropriate here for like I don't know 10 months of the year (laughs) yeah that's so sad they're like please wear me and you're like I can't (laughs) yeah exactly they're now in a box hiding away sad times oh my god but dating that's what we're here to talk about right (laughs) yeah so I mean one thing I wanted to go back to just to really emphasize for anyone who missed it yeah you said your town is 1500 people and Mm -hmm. I don't have an exact number but I feel like our high school population was probably around 1500 people as well if our class had 455 four times four is 16 so yeah our high school probably had more people than my town has, which I hope everybody caught me doing the simple math there that I could not do in my head. (laughs) Um, But you also remembered the exact number of our graduating class, which is more than I could say. Yes, our high school had more people than my town does. And I actually Mm -hmm. looked this up because I was curious. So the two towns adjacent to me are both quote-unquote college towns each Mm. has a SUNY school which is the state system in New York and Mm -hmm. each has a private university one's Clarkson University the other's St. Lawrence University Mm -hmm. and Potsdam also a city in Europe has 15,000 people which is still like if you think about it in terms of like yeah in terms of California really small Mm -hmm. and let me see Canton has 11,000 people. So yeah, there's kind of 
there was a necessity for switching to online dating as opposed to, I guess, traditional dating. I'd been up here for a while and all of a sudden one day I had a little freak out and was like, I don't want to die alone. (laughs) (laughs) As one does. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And so I downloaded like so many dating apps, put up the most thirst trap photos of myself. Again, as one does. (laughs) As one does, as one does. But here's my move. You have to pair the thirst trap photos with like the brutally honest bio about yourself Mm. that says things like, I have a cat and I will (laughs) definitely show you photos of him Mm -hmm. if we go out on a date. If you haven't read Harry Potter, this probably isn't going to work out. (laughs) (laughs) Just know that now. Yeah, you have to balance it. Like everybody wants a balance, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You want like the girl who can be hot, but also has a bit of a quirky side. Like you don't want a boring hot girl. Find you someone who can do both. (laughs) Yes, yes. Key mantra. So what are the demographics like where you live? Like I know you alluded to the fact that, you know, it might be a little bit more redneck. So like what kinds of guys? So many fishing photos. So many fishing (laughs) photos. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So what kinds of guys do you encounter both in real life? I imagine not very many in real life, but when you do encounter them, what are they like? And then what kinds of guys do you see when you're on the apps? Okay. So what I see in real life and what I see on the apps for like this area specifically is kind of the same demographic wise the like big employers out here are you're either like you own a farm you are a farmer or you're like labor you work on a farm Mm -hmm. construction is another big employer up here and technically I do environmental science consulting so Mm -hmm. I'm like construction adjacent Mm -hmm. and then there are a bunch of prisons up here so there are a lot of correct yeah there's I think a movie called Escape from Dunmora or something like that and it's Mm -hmm. about an escape that happened up here oh wow um, at a prison yeah so there are a lot of corrections officers up here Mm -hmm. that's another big employer and these are like big employers for men typically Mm -hmm. and then I think outside of that for women School teachers, obviously Mm -hmm. there are men who are school teachers, but like people who Mm -hmm. work in schools, Mm -hmm. administration jobs, Mm -hmm. and working in hospitals, which, you know, there are men that work in all of those fields and there are women that work in all the other fields that I mentioned, but that's typically where the spread's at. Very few working professionals, like types of jobs that you would find in cities. You know, there are like lawyers and stuff like that, but they're very few and far and in between. Yeah. To this area. And then on the dating apps, there's for the United States, because as I said, mm-hmm. I'm very close to Canada. Yes. For the United States, the added demographic in there is I'm really close to, well, really close for where I live. It's mm-hmm. like an hour and a half away. I know. <laughs> when you you had a your friend from your old job on mm-hmm. and you were like, my radius is a mile. So okay, I did not say that. I said it was like 20 miles, which I feel like is pretty far. Okay, yeah. And anyway, I was like, Clearly not. Like, there's like no way. I would Uh even in 20 miles, I basically know everybody, I feel like. Oh my god. In my age demographic. (laughs) So so what is your radius? 
oh, my radius is the world. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Cause like on the dating apps, it goes from like one mile, five miles, like 10, mm-hmm. yes, 50. Yes. Once yeah. you hit a hundred, a hundred <laughs> is the world. Like there is yeah, no like it's like a hundred plus, right? So it yeah, it's a hundred pl- plus. So it's the world <laughs> because the base that I was talking about is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. So the added demographic that I was going to mention was military. Mm-hmm. It's an army base there, so okay. that's yeah. my added demographic. If we're talking outside of the United States, I get a lot of Ottawa on the mm. dating apps. Okay. And Ottawa tends to be more working professionals okay more yuppies if you will than any of the demographic here yeah (laughs) not a lot of farmers in ottawa yeah okay so i guess like what do they do for fun like because i feel like you know depending on which city you go to you kind of have your archetype of guys that you meet and it's like oh you might meet like your finance bros or you like i don't know you might meet your guys who are like really into sports like what's the commonality in terms of hobbies from the guys who you've kind of matched with Oh, across the board, fishing. (laughs) (laughs) It always goes back to fish. (laughs) Fishing. I actually, it was kind of funny. I found one of my coworkers on Tinder the other day, which major Mm -hmm. LOL about that. But it was like a close-up photo of his face, like taken clearly in our office. And then the rest of the photos were just him with like various small mouth and large mouth bass. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> One fishing picture is already pushing it because most girls, that's Leslie, not doing it for them. You need at least two. You need at your least. bass fishing during the summer and you need a photo of yourself ice fishing in the winter. Oh I mean, this isn't even to like go into like different types of fishing. You know, the trout you caught doing fly fishing in the streams oh, wow. in the Adirondacks. I'm mildly upset that I know all these things. Yeah, I was going to say, you're like ready for them. (laughs) So like commonality and interests within the guys that I matched with up here or like commonality of interest with my interests? Well, I guess that's a good transition. So I kind of want to know both, like what are the interests clearly fishing? And then if you were to pick your ideal guy and like what he would be into and like what type of profession he would have I imagine that there might be some discrepancy between that and what you actually have as options so I'd love to hear about like what your ideal guy would be oh I'm gonna throw a curveball at you I have an ideal guy he's never who I date (laughs) oh okay so like in my mind I'm like shares the same political views as me, cares about the arts, is fit but not overly obsessed with fitness, mm-hmm. like likes nature and camping and outdoors. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk must fish. I'm making so much fun of the people that fish, but I like legitimately have a fishing license. So <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh my god, how long have you had this? Well, you have to like redo it every year, but like yeah. I have what? I have a fishing license. Emily. Wow. <laughs> You've changed. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've been fishing since I was a little kid with my dad. So like oh, okay. that's part of why that. living up here works for me because yeah. I'm so close to the Adirondacks, which is mm-hmm. like New York claims it's the largest state park 
in the mm. continental U.S. So the Adirondack has like the 46 high peaks that you can summit. I've done those in the summer and I've done some like in the winter doing like mountaineering. I have fished. I like camping. I like backpacking, which is something that I got into like mm-hmm. this year and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So like I'm down with the outdoors hobbies. I yeah. get they lose me a little bit when it goes into things like snowmobiling, okay. which people here get really passionate about snowmobiling. And I like, I'm just not there with them okay, on that okay. one. I feel like you're missing nature when you're on a snowmobile. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But that's um, good though, because at, at least there is like a significant amount of overlap. It's just like, you know, it's not going to be exact in terms of the hobbies that you share, but yeah. Okay. So Back to my ideal guy. When mm-hmm. I see him on the dating apps, I'm like, ooh, he's too, like, crunchy for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Interesting. Yeah. Usually, I feel like those guys have, like, a ponytail oh, or, like, a yeah, full yeah. beard mm-hmm. or, like, have a photo where they're wearing chacos. And I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. do this. I feel you. So the guys that I usually date for the last... This, even back in Hawaii, have been some form of military, mm-hmm. really tall, mm-hmm. do not share my political opinions for mm-hmm. the most part, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a huge thing in yeah. dating right now. Especially right now, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I'm going for conservatives. It's just mm-hmm. like people who are like milder Republicans or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna this is gonna be super polarizing. Yeah, no, <laughs> these, I'm here for these it. These opinions, the controversy. <laughs> most of my audience is in LA, so you're not gonna offend most people. <laughs> this is true. That being said, I would offend most people around here. Yeah. It's kind of funny though, because I'm like glaringly a liberal from California. Like people pick on me all the time, like Aww. jokingly. Yeah. Or, like, ask me about my views so that they can argue with me about them. And I'm like, mm. sometimes it's fun. Sometimes I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's kind of exhausting, I would imagine. Yeah. Being a blue dot in a sea of red. But part of the reason, especially here, that I go for the military guys is a lot of them, when it says their job, it'll say, like, officer at army. Mm-hmm. And that's an easy way for me to check one of my boxes, Mm -hmm. which is having gone to college. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying I wouldn't date someone who didn't go to college, but you know, if we have to weed people out and make selections, Mm -hmm. that is something that I'm going to weed out for just because, you know, I did four years of college and then went back for two more. I I clearly like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, military guys, if they're an officer, they went to college, and I know they have, like, a stable job and a stable source of income. You know, Mm -hmm. all the things that you think are sexy in someone when you're 30 years old as opposed to when you're, like, 19, 20 years old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I end up dating. Mm -hmm. My ideal, what I always thought, and I'm... I've been reevaluating that because I'm like, if that's not who I'm dating, maybe it's not my ideal. Hmm, that being said, and this is, I'm going to get a little deep for a second. Yeah, okay. Ugh. So a lot of people talk about ideal in terms of, do you go to college? How tall mm-hmm. is he? Does he have a sense of humor? Is he good looking? All those kinds of things. But I 
have formulated the perfect person based on my emotional response. So there was a guy that I dated that we could talk for hours and hours and hours, Mm -hmm. literally about anything. And he always made me full on belly laugh. Mm -hmm. And that was just such a unique experience. Yeah. Like in terms of dating someone could be really vulnerable and like all that kind of stuff. Cause it was just mm-hmm. really, really easy to talk to this person. Yeah. The next person was someone that made me feel safe and validated before we dated. There was an instance where people were throwing around a word mm-hmm. and I kind of interjected and I was like, Hey, can we not use that word anymore? They were calling things gay and I just, I can't Mm -hmm. with that. And when I get passionate and sometimes flustered about something or frustrated with the conversation, I get flustered and don't explain myself well. Mm -hmm. And this guy jumped in and explained my point better than I could and just like really had my back. And when Mm -hmm. I went to sleep that night, I was like, you know, I'm really glad this person is here right now. And I was like, wow, I'm glad he's here because of something he did and not Mm -hmm. just because he's really hot. (laughs) Yeah, that's Yeah, exactly. And then the third person that I dated, and this was like a quality, he was just kind. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it boils down to something as simple as that. He was really kind and never really said mean things about other people. Never even like jokingly said mean things about me. Mm -hmm. Like or really himself at all. Yeah. So like if I could build the perfect man, he would have like all three of those attributes. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah. I love that you said that because (laughs) it is really about how someone makes you feel. And I think that's kind of what makes it so hard to select somebody from an online dating pool because you don't know how they're going to make you feel until you actually meet up with them. And to your point, it's like you might have this person who meets all of these criteria, but then they just don't deliver on that feeling. Yeah. I dated this guy in Hawaii that I got set up with because everybody was like, oh my goodness, you guys have like all the same interests. Mm -hmm. You're just going to like get along with everything. You're both into like really obscure, like music and like various bands and like even types of music Mm -hmm. like he was one of the only people that I've met that actually like listens to bluegrass as well (laughs) and he loved outdoors stuff like I do and all of Mm -hmm. that and we dated and there was just I like tried to make it work because I was like on paper Mm -hmm. we should work but there was just no chemistry so after like two months I was like I I can't force this anymore. I'm out. <laughs> no. I know it's so yeah. disappointing when that happens too. Like I've definitely had a couple of matches where I'm like, wow, this guy and I have so many of the same interests. Like we watch the same shows. Like we geek out on the same humor. We make each other laugh. We have some of the same hobbies even. And if the spark just isn't there, it's, it's not, not something there. you can force. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, so I don't know about you, but I'm a like, very hot cold person Mm -hmm. like I can tell within like the first five minutes if I'm gonna be into you and I am either gonna be into you or it's just not gonna work Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's hard when you're doing the like online dating thing because you've only interacted with through the app or through text messaging Mm -hmm. and you like formulate a certain feeling about a person and then you meet them 
And if you're like a hot and cold person like me, within the first five minutes, you're like, oh, this isn't going to work for me. (laughs) And I'm now wasting my time and your time. Like, (laughs) whereas there are other people that can grow to like someone. And I just don't know how that happens. I feel like I'm somewhere in between. Like, I do feel like, you know, I have somewhat of an instinct about if I am going to have chemistry with somebody. But looking back, it's not like every single person who I have liked has been someone who has caught my attention in that way immediately. So I feel like I'm kind of halfway, which is honestly also annoying. Like I wish that I were (laughs) one or the other rather than being kind of in between because then I constantly have to guess like, okay, well, which scenario is this? (laughs) (laughs) No, I am exceptionally immediate. There have been people that I had never talked to them and I was like, I think you're cute, you're witty, whatever, this would work for me. And then I Mm -hmm. finally get to talking to them and I'm invariably correct. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds so obnoxious. I love that you phrased it that way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's an interesting challenge for you in particular, because, you know, talking about the fact that, you know, you kind of have to meet someone and then you'll know but you still have to go through the effort of meeting them. And so for you, when you're dating the whole entire world, more or less (laughs) with your hundred plus mile radius, it's like you have to go through a lot of effort in order to just get that initial read on someone. So I'd love to hear about like, how far do you have to travel for dates typically? Like, what is it like when you do actually have to cross the border just to go on a first date with somebody? (laughs) So, so many funny things about that. So I can't do it right now because like, obviously there's no international travel except for essential workers between here and Mm -hmm. Canada. But when I first got on the dating apps last year, early in the year, it was on OkCupid which I don't use anymore because so much effort. I love Mm -hmm. that it worked for Will and Megan. Yes, I was just going to (laughs) say. I did end up dating someone in Canada for like six months off of there. So like, you know, that was a thing. But then when I like got back on it this year, I was like, ugh, I can't. It's it's very (laughs) overwhelming, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I was was definitely looking for something like quick and easy and – okay cupid just did not feel like that and reading the like essay bios that people wrote about themselves yeah yeah. (laughs) i was just like no i like i i can't do this but wait what was your question oh canada Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i digress so at first i was matching with a lot of people in canada and actually that whole hot or cold thing i'd been talking to this guy for like two weeks and i was like oh my gosh he seems perfect like so Mm -hmm. wonderful i like drove through the border drove like basically an hour get to this Mm -hmm. restaurant I meet him and I was like oh you don't really look like your photos he definitely lied about his height yeah I know (laughs) I know and yeah he like wasn't really anything like he seemed to be before Mm -hmm. then and, like, we were going to get dinner, and then there was a place where you could play pool, mm-hmm. like, across the street afterwards. But after, like, honestly, a 45-minute dinner, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I can't do another hour and a half of this. Like, yeah, yeah. I absolutely cannot. And you have, like, an hour-plus drive home, you know? Yeah, that was my excuse. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have work tomorrow and a long drive home. 
I'm going to get to going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was lying about all of that because my voice got really high pitched. Key <laughs> telltale sign. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to go. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the really funny thing about crossing the border for dates is oh, border yeah. patrol asks you what your purpose for going Please to state Canada your business. Is. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going on a date. And they were like, <laughs> I got like such dad responses. Sometimes Aww. they were like, have you met this person before? And I was like, no, it was online dating. They were like, Aww. was that safe? Where are you Aww. going? You're not meeting them at their house, are you? And I was Wait, like, that's so sweet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them, it was kind of funny. He was like, I have to ask you that you don't have any weapons and you can't bring any mm-hmm. weapons, but I feel unsafe with you going without any weapons. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I love that. <laughs> I know. And then on the way back, going on border patrol the other direction, mm-hmm. I say, I was on a date. <laughs> like, oh, how was it? <laughs> oh my god! I don't like, get that response often, so they're no, so and, invested. Yeah, and so then I have to tell them like how the date was. They were like, "Well, where did you go? Like, oh what did you guys do? Was this a first date? Like, oh my goodness, it was it was so." F- and I just like took it as like joking funness because yeah. that was really what it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so going through border patrol. <laughs> definitely funny and okay I know you and I have talked about this before mm-hmm. but if I drive from the United States an hour and a half to your city mm-hmm. and you don't pay for dinner <laughs> like I cannot with that that is so ridiculous <laughs> yeah. I like the audacity honestly. I, okay the other thing is I have a forerunner Gas is not cheap for me. No. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah. I would be so pissed. Yeah, and there's like there's a bridge that you have to cross to get into Canada and there's a toll like both ways of it. Oh so my it's god, like yeah. like I already paid like $30 to like just be here. Yeah. So $30 plus your time. Yeah. It, yeah. Ex- time is money, Leslie. <laughs> it is. It really is. And it's like, yeah. I already feel like women put in more time for dating because we just have to get ready and do our hair. But it's like, on top of that, you're now literally just putting in the time to commute there and back. Yeah. And I've done that a couple of times going over to the town that has the military base. It's like mm-hmm. about an hour and a half to get there as well. And so when I drive all the way there and someone's like, oh, let's split it. I'm like, Ew. oh, okay. I can't. Although if they drive all the way out here, I do ask if they want to split it. You know, yeah. I'm not being yeah. hypocritical about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. You're being completely reasonable and fair. Yeah. And when people insist, I'm like, are you sure? Because like you had to drive out here. Like, yeah, yeah. it's totally fine. So I'm like very disappointed because I mean, yes, I'm leaning into stereotypes. I've only been to Canada once. I thought that Canadian men were like really nice. And I thought that would translate to also being chivalrous. I don't think I can back up the whole really nice thing with like, really like, yeah, there's just as big of dicks as we are in the United States. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they drink sweet tea there and not unsweetened iced tea. So like, (laughs) I have a, like a huge beef with them for all these times that I go on dates over there. I just want a godforsaken unsweetened iced tea and all I get is sweet tea. Oh my gosh. That's I know that's like a beef that no one else is going to have with Canada, but that's my beef with Canada. 
you know, we're really getting into like the nitty gritty of what it's like to date a Canadian. <laughs> or you an here first. <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too. So no unsweetened iced tea. Kind of like a deal breaker in terms of a country. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. After dating that guy for like six months, I was starting to think about whether or not I could actually like move to Canada. And iced tea, deal breaker. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> the South in Canada. Things yes. they share that you never would they, have guessed. Yeah. When you said sweet tea, I was like, oh. Sweet tea and hunting. Oh my God. Wow. That's so funny. <laughs> there are these really funny series of videos that like I watched on YouTube. It was shit Canadians say. And one of my favorites was like, oh, you tell the difference between a moose and a deer because a moose got antlers. <laughs> Wait, deer sometimes got antlers too. <laughs> and then the other one. <laughs> the other one I liked was why are you calling it soda? It's pronounced pop. <laughs> oh my god. I went god. outside the other day and saw a moose. Oh, maybe it was a deer. <laughs> oh my god. That's so good. Yeah. So anyway, Canada. Yeah. Actually, you know, I honestly really didn't mind driving up there because Mm -hmm. my town is so small. The town's next to me. Like my county only has one city and it's Ogdensburg and Ogdensburg has a smaller population than Potsdam and Canton. Okay. So that's the like thriving metropolis that's closest to us is Ogdensburg. But if you go like an hour and a half North, Mm -hmm. it's Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. So all the cool, like kind of like think like DC buildings, but the Canada Mm -hmm. version Mm -hmm. are there. And on this first date with that guy that I dated for six months, it was actually a really great first date. We started out at the like beer and Putin festival. P.S. That's how it's pronounced. Wait, really? It's not Putin? Nope, it's Putin. Yeah. I'm learning so much. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I still have a hard time calling it Putin just because, like, Americans, even the ones up here, really call it Putin and not Putin. But it was a Putin and beer festival. And we walked around afterwards, and he showed me all of the, like, landmarks and, like, you know, historic buildings and capital buildings and stuff like that. And so I like, it was like having a personal tour guide. Yeah. I've had a lot of really awesome first dates. A lot of is, does two count as a lot of in Chicago, someone took me on a first date to a Cirque du Soleil show. And I was like, Oh, what? so Wait, do you want to get was married? Trying to woo you hard. Well, we didn't meet online. I really didn't do online okay. dating until I got here. I was doing a lot of swing dancing at the time. And I met him mm-hmm. at like, a swing dance social. So Mm -hmm. like there was like community behind that. Uh, But yeah, yeah, he like was like our first date location is a surprise. I was like, Oh, that's a little murdery, but it did. (laughs) We showed up and I was like, you're joking, right? (laughs) That's amazing. Like I would, I would be swept off my feet entirely. That's so cool. Oh, I totally was. So note all other men. If there's a girl you really want to impress, Take her to a Cirque show. Yes. Honestly, and ladies, if you want to impress a man, take him to a Cirque show. Everybody loves a good Cirque show. Who doesn't appreciate that? Gender non-conforming individuals. Cirque show. Cirque shows for all. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was doing the Canada thing for a while, but mm-hmm. after dating that guy and driving up there so many times and everything, mm-hmm. I didn't want to anymore. I was like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did that thing where I freaked out again and said, I don't want to die alone. And I spent <laughs> three hours sitting in my car. When I got home from work, I just sat in my car for three hours messaging as many dude bros as I could to find myself a date. And then I found myself a date. (laughs) I also love that you just were like, no, I'm not going to leave my car until I get a date. It's almost like you're like putting (laughs) yourself in timeout, like until you match with someone acceptable. You're absolutely right. I did not get out of my car until I got a date. And then I ended up dating that person for like four months. But man, dating up here can be as one of your other guests said to me when I was talking to him about online dating here, you know, as like a single female who's not atrocious looking. Okay, you're being too modest, obviously. (laughs) And being of moderate intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, I get a lot of matches up here. And as this Mm -hmm. person said to me, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. I use that all the time because it's so appropriate. Yeah. Did you want me to tell you about the very odd goods? Yes. I would love to hear about, you know, obviously they're not all Cirque du Soleil dates. So what's like the opposite of the Cirque du Soleil date that you have had to endure? Well, I think we'll get to the funny ones in a second, but Mm -hmm. I I try not to date people that are in my town because everybody Mm -hmm. knows everybody. Yeah. And so if I date someone in my town, it's like not even a joke. People will have questions and be all up in my business. Like crazy. I was using a company truck for a while and my car was parked at my office. And then Mm -hmm. I eventually switched back to my car and somebody's grandmother asked them if I had gotten fired from my job because I wasn't driving the truck anymore. And I was like, Oh my God. Because they didn't see the car parked in the lot. Wow. That yeah. That is a level of nosiness. That's yeah. That I can deal with. I've gotten used to it, honestly. Mm-hmm. We have another friend from high school who moved up here just recently. We're starting a cult. Hot <laughs> <laughs> San Diego girls in the North Country. We're I'm sure that would be a very popular cult, honestly. Oh, yeah. At We're importing men. them. Like homestead life. If you like chickens, goats, horses, chickens. the outdoors, we've, we've got gotcha. you. DM me for an application to the cult. <laughs> yeah, so in the show notes, we will be sharing the application link for this cult. Yep. So don't yep. worry. Yep. Yeah, no, but she's understanding the small town vibes because she moved into this woman's house while she's in Lake Placid for the mm-hmm. next like eight months. Mm-hmm. And people keep on showing up at her house, quote unquote, because they didn't know that Marge wasn't there anymore. And so, like, Morgan just has people showing up to, like, check out who she is, basically. They're like, oh, I didn't know Marge was here. Who are you? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so stressful. Yeah. So she's like, introduction by fire? Induction by fire? Something Mm -hmm. by fire? Fire happens. Words. Yeah. So I try not to date people in my town. And even dating people in, like, Canton or Potsdam can be a little tricky because everybody knows everybody Mm -hmm. and everybody knows someone that works at my office too, like is related to someone or, you know, something. Yeah. So I went out with this guy who was a pharmacist at one of the hospitals here Mm 
-hmm. And he was like a little bit scary aggressive, like in a way that made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. His like Mm -hmm. first thing he talked about was bragging about getting a woman fired. And I was like, Ooh, red flag, red flag, red flag. And then at the end of the day, I was like, Oh, I got to go home. He was like, well, did you want to come over to my place and see my dog? And I was like, oh, nope. I have to get up early for work tomorrow. And he the was high like, voice again. Yeah. <laughs> Did not have to get up early for work. <laughs> and then he's like, well, that's what coffee's for. And I said, oh, I don't drink coffee, which is true. I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, it gives me anxiety. He was like, well, you should drink coffee with CBD in it. And I was like, I joked. Literally. I said, oh, drugs on my drugs. Like, yeah, <laughs> drugs like, to handle why drugs. Why would I need to do that? And he was like, CBD is not a drug. And I just wanted to be like, it is like, you know, if it affects your mood, mm-hmm. it is psychoactive. Yeah. It's, it's a drug. <laughs> it still has a chemistry major, so. Yeah. You know, well, and he's also, that. he, he's a pharmacist. He's like a doctor of pharmacology. And so he like gave me a lecture. He was like, you're thinking about THC, not CBD. And I was like, oh, I, I don't want to go here. Also, like, the whole point is him trying to get you over to his place. It's yeah. like him mansplaining to you isn't going to help. Oh, Leslie, he spent the entire time mansplaining. The entire, like, night. He, like, even tried to mansplain my job to me. Which, like, like I feel like I have a How did he go about that? I don't know. I was talking about the chemistry of something, and he, like, had opinions. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I was, like, trying to get home. And, you know... He, like, wanted my number, and I was like, I'm just going to give him my number. I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, pretend like we're going to see each other again. I'll give him mm-hmm. a kiss on the cheek and then go to my car, block him on the dating app, block him on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, It's like, so crazy. It was a like, little scary. Yeah, and I've talked about this briefly on some other episodes. It's really crazy to think that as females, we have to worry about how we reject somebody yeah. for safety reasons. Yeah, that that was exactly what it is. I was like, he is not going to take rejection well. Because there was a red flag even before we went out. I got busy for a couple of days and I hadn't responded on the app. And he was like, it seems like all the promising ones never turn out to be as like good as like you think they're going to be. It would have been nice to meet you. Okay, Which that, that should have been a huge red flag. Yeah, that's exactly. definitely the kind of guy who would cuss you out if you told him you didn't want to see him again and would like call you a bitch or something. Yeah, so I was like, maybe he is genuinely disappointed. I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt. Which like, don't give people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> if there's <laughs> one like, takeaway from online, like, thinking, yeah, just don't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna pretend like everything's fine. Be like. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Bye. See you again. JK, see you never. (laughs) Narrator, she would not in fact see him again. Yeah, exactly. But so some kind of like funny situations. I went out with a guy who, again, he was like, you know, and I didn't really care, but he was at least 40 pounds heavier than he was in his his photo. He did have the cute dog that he had in his photos, though, and that's all I really care about. So after... On our first only a partial catfish. Yeah. On our first and only date, we took his dog for like a walk afterwards around a little like lake area. Mm-hmm. And we had been having like 
a fine time, whatever. And then we get back to his truck and he's like loading up his dog and he goes, so in like full transparency, I have to tell you something. And I was like, Oh "Oh, goodness, what is happening right now? He goes, so I just got a kid. I was like, (gasps) Oh my God. Also the phrasing (laughs) of that. I just got my response was like, you dated someone a while ago and just like found out you had a kid with them. And he was like, no, my daughter was born two weeks ago. And I was like, Oh my God. Casual. He goes, yeah, I dated this girl for like two months last year and you know, she got pregnant. We'd already broken up and she like swore that it was mine and that it couldn't be anybody else's. But honestly, like she's a little crazy. So, you know, although I'm trying to spend as much time with her as I can, which lies. He was not really. With me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weak old kid. Yeah. yeah. He was like, you know, I'm going to get a paternity test done. So right now it's like, I have a kid until I don't have a kid. Know what I mean? That's literally <laughs> so horrific. <laughs> I have a kid until I don't have a kid. Like, no. does he what I mean. <laughs> Does he think this is an episode of Maury? I, I, sometimes oh I guess it is. Oh my god. And I was How just did like, you respond? How did I respond? Yeah. I, like, I was just in shock, honestly. I, I, I had questions. That's always what it is. Understandably. Questions. But the other thing is, is like, even if he had phrased it in a really fabulous way, Mm-hmm. And was like, oh my goodness, I just have to tell you, the girl that I dated last year, we broke up, but she got pregnant and like, she just gave birth to our daughter. She's like the most important person in my life right now, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. that. Even if he had done all of that, it would have been a big no for me because Mm -hmm. he has a job. He works at a job up here that's like, everybody knows is like a stable job and it's a good job for the area and everything. And here's this girl who just had a baby with him after only dating Mm -hmm. for two months. Mm -hmm. There's no way she's not going to try and get back together with him. Like being a catch for our area. No one wants to deal with a baby mama drama. You don't know. That's I don't want to deal with that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was like, eh. Mm, this is still a no for me. There were other reasons it was a no. And I'll just tell this story to like really drive home the area that I live in. So he knew that I was rather liberal because like apparently it's tattooed on my forehead. (laughs) And at one point guns came up Mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, I always have a gun on me. And I would go, you're like, even now. And he, he was like, does that bother you? And I was like, it's a little bit of an issue for me. And he mm-hmm. laughed. Like, he wasn't being rude about it or anything, which was why yeah. I was, like, moderately okay. And he was like, yeah, it's in my truck. And then we got to the park, and we were walking around with his dog. And he goes, oh, I forgot to lock my truck. And, like, turns around and starts <gasps> clicking. Like, and I was like, there, that, that yeah. right there. That's why, like, yeah. people wow. shouldn't have guns because your gun is in your car and you didn't lock it. And he was like, you just said 10 minutes ago that you don't ever lock your car or your house where you live. And I was but like, you don't yeah, have a gun. but I don't have a gun. Like, <laughs> that is wild. Like, yeah. if you're going to carry that thing around, you really need to make sure you're being extra vigilant. Proper gun ownership. 
is yeah. important. That is a bad first impression for him if he was trying to On convince so you many that levels. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I may or may not have a kid. They're weaponry in my car and it's not locked like hmm. yeah <laughs> this guy wow what a catch yeah so yeah there was that oh by the way i saw him on the dating apps like a few weeks ago again because oh. i had deleted oh. and like redownloaded them still no mention of the kids so either oh he's still not telling people taking them on a date and then being like i have a kid or it was the paternity test kid. was yeah. yeah. I'm actually very curious. You are not the father. Please match with him and follow up because okay. Okay. I think the listeners would like to know, myself included. I think I have his like phone number in my phone, so I could always. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just like text it's him. Me like, again. Hey, so you have that kid? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm still not going out with you, but <laughs> uh, yeah, one question survey, and then this is over again. Yeah cool. We don't ever have to talk again. But honestly, after that date, he didn't ask me out again. It was either also a no for him or he knew that it was a no for me. Yeah. It's always a relief when that happens. You don't have to like go through the process of rejecting them, having the awkward confrontation. Not to sound conceited, but this will sound conceited. I feel like that never happens. I feel like I always have to tell people no. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, which sucks, because then what that says is there are just a lot of people out there who can't read signals. Yeah, yeah. There's sometimes that I go on a date, and then people ask me out again afterwards, and I was like, that was good for you? Yeah. Like, (laughs) that was good for you. Was it good for you? (laughs) You enjoyed yourself, but, like, true story. Men usually enjoy themselves more than women do. (laughs) Yeah. Not just on dates. (laughs) innuendo (laughs) so the other kind of funny thing again more living in the countryside Mm -hmm. so you on one of your episodes were talking about how in los angeles you feel like you're whatever number but if you moved somewhere else you would be Mm -hmm. like a Mm -hmm. higher number oh yeah first of all here you would be a thousand (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when can I move? (laughs) Join the cult! (laughs) Yes! Wow, I'll be the third member of the cult? Does Kelsey count as a cult member? She's our cult leader. She's the founder, so I'll be like the third member. She brought me in, then Morgan, then you. You know. Can't wait. Yeah, so I matched with this guy. We talked for a while. He seemed really interesting. We had like things in common. He was a research engineer at one of the universities here. And I couldn't really tell from his photos whether I was going to find him attractive or not. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him in person and I was like, oh, you have a lot more gray hair than you did in your photos, mm-hmm. which like, I don't care. But, you know, that was just the first thing. And then yeah. he started talking to me. Oh my God. <laughs> And he was missing a front tooth. Not one of the upper ones, but one of the lower Uh, ones. God. Didn't ever bring it up. Never felt the need to, like, explain why he was missing (laughs) a tooth. And he's a research engineer Uh, at a university. I know you have good dental benefits. Yes. Like, what is happening here? Everybody that I tell this to in California is like, he has a job and he's missing a front tooth. Yeah, that's (laughs) wow. Yeah, there's a guy in my office who's kind of like a low-end manager. Mm-hmm. He's missing a front, too. No! Yeah. Wait, 
You've met and, like, two? Yeah. And that's not the only two. Okay. This is pretty funny. <laughs> so Kelsey's husband's family all went to Cornell in the agriculture school there. And one of the professors mm-hmm. told her brother-in-law, yeah, you have to find a girl here before you go back home after college because you want her to have all her teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> it's funny though. <laughs> it is hilarious. So yeah, this dude just like, didn't have a bottom front tooth. Just not there. So I have to bring this story up. And this is really just like an Easter egg for any of our high school friends who are listening and who might know who I'm referencing. Do you recall a certain attractive person who went to our high school who's also missing a tooth, but like no one knew for a very long time? Wait, you're by, by the look on your face, I can tell you don't. So I don't want to out this person. It's not really a big deal. I don't think he would care, but I'm not going to use any names. But he was one grade above us. Very attractive. And from my knowledge, throughout high school, he had all his teeth. And then one of our mutual friends, I guess she went to a party. Oh, no. He, he just didn't have one of I think it was one of his top front teeth. Oh, And gosh. she was like what the hell and apparently he just had a fake one and nobody knew but he like just wearing like a a flipper i guess so and so he was like well i lost the tooth but obviously i'm still gonna go to this party like even though i don't have a replacement yet so i wonder if that was this guy's deal no (laughs) you're like i will not give him the benefit he wasn't smiling with his teeth at any of his photos homeboy has been missing that tooth for a while but like that's just the thing like beauty standards here are like the same as they yeah. are literally anybody else, and you can get away with having, like, a good job and no one really calling you out on your missing teeth. I feel like, especially my job, when we work with clients, like, how are clients supposed to take you seriously if you're missing a tooth? That's so hard, too, because it's like, how do you bring it up? You know, like, as an employer, you, you can't. Oh, as you can't em- bring yeah. it up. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But, like... I don't know if, like, we really get down to it. Like, if someone's awesome, who cares if they're missing a tooth? I actually had a lot of fun on that date. There was no chemistry. He was designing something for environmental cleanup, for water treatment, for breaking down PFOAs and waterways. Or the listeners. Definitely not me. I know what this is. What's a PFOA? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Now you're gonna have to, like I never I would have to look it up. I know what it is because we test for them all the time, but it's basically a contaminant in water that is a byproduct of like factory processing of various materials and chemicals. But so I test for those in my work and then tell people that they need to clean up their waterways. And so he's working on a design for something in a university for like water treatment for that. And so we started getting into the chemistry of it. And so I was like, where in that carbon system does breakdown happen? What does it break down into? And he like drew the graph for it on a napkin and was like, at this point, wait, I think you texted me this graph. Unless you've had multiple (laughs) men draw you graphs during dates. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I was very impressed. I was like, oh, that's so detailed. So I had a really good time, but it felt like more like a dinner with a colleague than like an actual date. But it was fun. That's nice. I had a really great time. Didn't matter if he had a tooth or not. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. So um, he had a personality to make up for it. That's he awesome. Did. He did. And I wish him all the best in finding someone. Well wishes. Well wishes. Warmest regards. Warm, <laughs> warmest regards. I mean, talk about professional. Like, that is the least sexy sign-off. <laughs> so, I feel like, you know, following these really bad dates, I kind of want to go back to something that we have danced around a little bit and alluded to. And it kind of goes back to, you know, maybe what your ideal guy might be and how you accidentally slid into somebody's DMs. Oh gosh. After listening to their episode (laughs) on my podcast. No, it was before the episode. I listened to the episode after. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. So those of you who are listening know that Leslie on her personal Instagram account and on your interstates and heartbreaks account, posts like clips from the interview with the guest and Mm -hmm. maybe like a description of the things that they talked about. And I was going through my stories on Instagram and (laughs) I see the description for this episode with this guest and I just immediately messaged Leslie and said, tell him he can stop looking. I'm right here. (laughs) watched a few more stories and I exited out you know how it has like the gray line around whose stories you watched yes it said I had watched his story and I was like I don't remember what his story was they're usually like very distinctive like I'm aware that it's his story and so I clicked on it (laughs) and it was the description of the episode (laughs) I I had messaged him (laughs) That he could oh stop looking. God. I was right here. Oh my god! <laughs> Instead of messaging Leslie, oh, it's so- <laughs> still so funny. It's never not going to be funny. <laughs> That's why I'm okay talking about it. And so I, I messaged him, and I was like, "Ha ha! That was meant for Leslie." <laughs> Feel free to ignore that. And so I took a screenshot of it. I instantly sent it, sent it to our high school group. Actually, no, I called you first. Yes, I like, yes, I missed the shot. call. I called you, <sighs> and I was like, oh, "Leslie, you, what have, do I do? you have to call me back." I, have I know. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, and then I texted all of our friends, and then, like, I think in all caps, I wrote, "It's okay, I'm dead now." <laughs> It doesn't matter anymore. I have oh, died. This is as bad as it gets in terms of social media snafus. Yeah, and I think a couple of our friends were like, oh, I didn't know you had a crush on him. And I was like, well, he didn't know until now either. Cat's out of the bag. Now you know, now he knows. Now everybody who oh listened to this podcast, if they can figure out who it is, now they all know. I feel like if someone really wanted to, they could figure it out. Like, I haven't had that many people on from our high school. That are single? Yeah. Oh, thank God he was single. Could you imagine? Oh, no. No. But, okay, he did message me back. Yeah. He laughed hard about it, because how could you not? Yeah. And then, like, real gentlemanly, he pivoted. And I was like... (laughs) oh, do you do the whole online dating thing? And then we just talked about online dating, which is where the whole, the odds are good, but the goods are odd thing came. Yeah. yeah. So I was like really appreciative that he didn't drag me to filth and back. Props to him. Props to him. (laughs) And honestly, I think this is one of those things, like life lesson here, guys. If I had done that in like middle school or high school, cried. 
would have thought my life mm-hmm. was over, like mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to get past it, no matter how he responded. Yeah. I would have been so terrified that other people were going to find out that I had done that, that I just would have been apoplectic, like just mm-hmm. not okay. Yeah. But as an adult, I just find it hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, me. what does it matter? Like I live in New York. He lives in California. And like mm-hmm. best case scenario, he's like, yeah, buddy. Worst yeah. case scenario. He's like, LOL. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like he's not yeah. going to be like, oh my God, gross. And all of the friends that know him, that know you, that know me are just going to be like, oh, that's very typical, Emily. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Emily like, would. Okay. Of all the people for it to uh, happen to, I was like, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not surprising, okay. other than the fact that I literally blew up my spot. But you know, whatever. That's so mean. <laughs> Honestly, it could be a great strategy. Just be like, oh my god, I thought I was messaging so and so. I can't believe oh, I just admitted that I like you. Basically, pull a Laura Jean Covey from. To all yes. the boys, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, I accidentally sent you a letter in the mail that confesses Ooh. my undying love. Oh I don't feel god. that way anymore unless you feel that way, and then I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking if you are. <laughs> it's funny, right? You don't think yeah. it's funny? You're down? Okay, cool. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, young people, people of any age, if you like someone, don't be weird Shoot. about it. Just tell them. Yeah. Shoot like, your shot worst thing that they're gonna do is say no maybe tell yeah. other people but like but if they tell other people it's like eh, what whatever like yeah. nobody cares and that's like so much less worse than pining over somebody for your whole life and like aren't I mean that's dramatic but you know <laughs> Leslie I'm not pining over this person let's just <laughs> I know I know person that we're talking about I'm not pining over you <laughs> Speaking generally, it's like better to, you know, have some embarrassment maybe than to be like, oh, I wonder what would have happened if I told them. You know, I really didn't have any confidence in like middle school or high school. So I Mm -hmm. was never like putting myself out there like that. And it wasn't until I got to college that like I really developed any Mm self-confidence. And then I would run into people from high school and we would hang out and I would be like, oh yeah, I had the hugest crush on you in high school. They were like, no way. Like, I always really liked you. One, I never believed them. But like two, I was like, well, if we had the guts to tell each other then, could have been nice. Yeah, if only. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Too angsty, too self-conscious. Yeah. So just like, if you're into somebody, I mean, this doesn't really apply to online dating, but you know. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what the is this podcast the about again? <laughs> <laughs> oh cool, God. not the subject we're talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I let you go, I wanted to play a little game. And Ooh. honestly, it's pretty stupid. So I apologize in advance. But I feel like, you know, when else will I get to share Canadian pickup lines with somebody and get their reaction? <laughs> So I'm going to share these pickup lines. And, you know, initially my instinct was to say, oh, I'll give you this pickup line and then you can tell me if it would work on you or not. But, like, let's be real. None of these would really work unless. Oh, I don't know. I used to have on Tinder, I used to say, like, give me your best pickup line. And because I also had mentioned Harry Potter, I got a lot of Harry Potter pickup lines. Oh, I'm sure you got some great ones. Fantastic 
fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So pick okay. up lines. I'm here for them. Okay. So okay, maybe so how it does will the game work, work on you. Okay. Okay. So you tell me if it would work on you or not. And then at the end, you can tell me what your favorite one was. There are only okay. five. So. Okay. Let me just start off here. It's so cold. I can't feel my hands. Will you hold them to warm them up? Oh, vomit. But like in a really cute way. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, I have to start with the cheesiest one. If somebody said that to me, I would literally be like, ew, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying you did not. You did not, but okay. But uh, I'll give it to you for putting yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a yes from Emily. All right, got one. Yep. Okay, this next one. I actually wrote this, so maybe that's going to be really embarrassing. But are you maple syrup? Because you're sweet and thick. (laughs) <laughs> I think anybody that knows me knows that thick that is not the word to describe not you. necessarily the word to describe me I had to though I honestly thought that was going to go in a way dirtier direction <laughs> oh wait what did you think uh, just like consistency of maple syrup it getting all um, over the place I don't know my mind was in the gutter mm, sticky yeah. You know. I tried to keep it like PG-13. That was very PG. Bring on the PG-13. Those are the ones that that, that would actually more. get me. Uh, circling back to the, will you hold my hand because they're cold? When it is like negative 20 out, sir, I will be, not be taking my hands out of their pockets or whatever to hold your hand. That mm-hmm. was your fault for not wearing gloves. Oh my god. <laughs> this is on you. Emily is about the practicality. <laughs> but if I forgot my jacket, you have to give me yours. <laughs> chivalry, chivalry. <laughs> All right, so you asked for this. I wasn't going to go here, Emily, because I saw this one and I was like, this is kind of funny, but like maybe I shouldn't say it. But I'm going to go for it because you said the less PG, the better. So yep. going back to the, my hands are cold. So, you know, like when your hands are cold, you sit on them to warm them up. And right now my face is cold. Face is cold. <laughs> Down. <laughs> She's in. <laughs> That's fantastic. So oh good. my goodness. Wait, I have the best. Okay, sorry. I have to interrupt you for a second. Yes. Because of that. So I was on Tinder and I think this was when I was like actually paying for premium. Mm-hmm. Like an idiot. And I could see who had liked me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was on OkCupid. It might have been OkCupid where I could see like their like opening message to me. And like, you know, it was a sketch situation because <laughs> it was all just photos of mm-hmm. his abs. Oh, no. Like his washboard. His face wasn't even in the photos. Like his okay. face was cropped out of all of them. Ridiculous. So like either he's cheating on somebody or like he's like, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so his his thing started out as like a logic puzzle. I saved this in my phone because mm. it got me. I even showed it to my mom. She died laughing. Oh my gosh. It started out as a logic puzzle and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get out my like pen and paper and figure this nonsense out. Mm-hmm. Brian, Carlos, Dana, Evan, and Farah are trying to find seats in a movie theater. Brian must sit next to Dana. Dana can't sit next to Evan. Carlos must sit on Dana's right if Evan sits next to the aisle. There must be one seat between Dana and Brian. If Brian sits by the aisle, would you sit on my face? 
Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. I too was trying to be like, okay, like where like we're literally trying to organize them in my mind. That's so good. Isn't that hysterical? I was like oh like thought it was funny and was like legit angry that I didn't have a logic puzzle to solve. Yes, like impressed and disappointed at the same time. All, all, and I mean, he had very nice abs, but it was a little too sketch for me. I just thought it was hysterical. Yeah. So I guess that's <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's, like, too funny to be a catfish. You are right. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. That's just a great story. That is wonderful. I'm so So, basically, if you make jokes about me sitting on your face, I will laugh. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) If you have pictures of your face to back it up, at least. Yes. Like, you need to see what you're going to be sitting on. Like, you're not going to buy a chair without looking (laughs) at it. (laughs) I hate myself a lot. (laughs) This took a turn. (laughs) No one goes goes online shopping and is like, oh, this chair doesn't have a picture. I'm totally going to buy it. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God, you need a preview of the goods. (laughs) Exactly. Can I I envision myself on here? It's like one of those apps where you're like home shopping and it like lets you put the chair in your home. <laughs> or, the, or the apps that let you see what like you would look like with different like hair colors. Like, yeah. Insert your face here. Oh my god. Wow. AR at its finest. <laughs> Could you envision? Ooh sitting on my face <laughs> <laughs> yes or no picture yourself here it's like a oh like God. vacation oh, destination ad yes <laughs> oh gosh. okay that's great well it's not gonna get any better than the would you sit on my face like dating app bio but i have a couple more okay okay all right we'll clean Summer our and- we'll clean up our act a little bit or my act, a little bit I don't know. a little bit somebody's act needs to get cleaned up kind of into it but i mean obviously i am <laughs> <laughs> okay next one is summer in canada doesn't last long but i do (laughs) (laughs) just to pause for the dramatic effect but i do um you're lying (laughs) (laughs) best response yes i I mean then he would literally be like well i'll prove it yeah then i'm out then i'm out yeah, the, like, the machismo of it all. Ugh. You have to keep it at the joke. Says the person like, who keeps on dating, like, <laughs> ripped military dudes. <laughs> I didn't really date anybody like that in California. I didn't really date anybody in California. <laughs> Key distinction. <laughs> I love that. Like no, you're, like, you're like, to be clear. <laughs> to be clear. You don't date, date anybody at all. curious. <laughs> oh. I feel oh like in God. college, you don't, like, go on dates. It's like, hey, want to come over to my dorm room and watch a movie on my laptop? Yeah, so, I feel where's like... Where's the romance, guys? When I did go on a couple of dates, it was like they impressed me so much. Because to your point, yeah, like, no one took you on dates. Oh, my goodness. Someone took me on a date to the... It was, like, the cutest thing in the world. He took me on a date to the in and out across the street, but, like, mm-hmm. straight up wore a sweater vest and, like, dressed nice for it. What? That's so <laughs> yeah, cute. Yeah, it was super adorable. And then me being the dick that I am, he ordered, like, a protein burger, you know, when it's wrapped in lettuce, and I just, like, mm-hmm. 
roasted him. I was like, how are you going to come to in and out and not get like a hamburger with a bun? This is nonsense. <laughs> I have an admission. No. I have ordered protein burgers multiple times. Leslie! In and Out. I know. Just don't go to In N Out. Like, the bread is not the reason why you go to In N Out. You go to In N Out. It's not a for hamburger without the bread, though. Yes, it is. No. Yeah, it's no. about the freshness of the meat, and then you get the cheese, and you have the sauce. All the like good parts are still there. All the best parts. Like the bread no, is No, agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I just care about, I just care about the meat. Let, <laughs> I'm let right. the record show. <laughs> okay. I can see. I, I get you now. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'll get animal I style fries. It's not like I'm like, oh, I, I don't eat carbs. I'm just like, oh, if I can like now have more room so I can get animal style fries, then I'll just skip the bread. Best drunk food ever is animal style fries. For sure. So it's my good. number one pick. Mostly because that's what I did all through college, but you know, whatever. They're so good. Except In and Out's only open until two a.m. So oh, I feel like it's only one a.m. here. Maybe it is only one a.m. It is not, not open late, late enough. enough. No, for the drunchies most of the time. You know, I feel like it's a good Christian business, and they're like, we don't want the hooligans coming from the bars with their heathen behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me Jesus through a hamburger and some animal style fries. Yes. Oh. My church is in and out. Okay. Only two more. I promise right. I won't turn them into such long No, it's fine. Bits. It's fine. <laughs> I digress all the time. So but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Are you a maple tree? Because I tap that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a lot of people up here, like in my town, the maple trees on their properties, they do tap. So <laughs> I've done my research. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you may tap. Also, yes, you may. Tap. Yes, you may tap. Additionally, I would like to get in on that maple syrup. Yes, sweet oh. and thick. <laughs> Not a good source of protein. No, <laughs> carbs only. Oh gosh, that's oh so God. true. <laughs> All right, I have one more. Okay. Okay. I have to start <laughs> Let's see how dirty I way. can make it. <laughs> I have to start out the same way. Okay. Excuse me, miss. Are you a beaver? Because damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, because beavers are the worst. <laughs> I may have what one. What do you mean? But I am not one. <laughs> what do you mean they're the worst? P.S. Hope people got that joke. Okay. So, reason number one, fishing. <laughs> Beavers dam up rivers and block mm. water flow, therefore less fish. But, like, don't they do it because they need fish, too? I honestly, I don't know what beavers are up to. They just like <laughs> stagnant water and they like to swim around in their own filth. Like, no, they're, they're so cute. They're beautiful and they make nice coats. Don't at me. Oh my God, most controversial <laughs> thing said on the podcast tonight. How dare you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But not really. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> 
they ruin the landscape with all their like cutting into trees. Also, last time I went backpacking, a beaver had dammed up right next to the trail. And so for 150 feet, the trail was like dirty, gross beaver water up to you, my beaver knees. water. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're cute until I say beaver water. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound great. No, it's not great. It's not my good. mind is definitely in the gutter. It's in the dam. That is a hot take, though. So yes, for maple tapping, you may tap. No, I am not a beaver. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Kindly. What? Yes, I will sit on your face. These are the takeaways. I feel like we have so many great takeaways from this episode. Bullet points. Uh, wait, okay, so which was the winning pickup line and the guys from Tinder that's out of the running? Because obviously that's like oh, yeah, that's, a whole other league. I really wanted to message him just because of that. But yeah. I was like, this it's not going to go anywhere, so I'm not going to. Oh, which one was my favorite? Probably the the hands under the butt transition to mm-hmm. sit on my I face. Figured, I figured that was going to be your choice. There were lots of jokes to be had about that. So yeah, essentially oh dirty jokes here for them. You know, I would say thank you for humoring me, but honestly you took it to the next level. So you did more than humor me. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So before I let you go, is there anything that you want to plug anywhere that people can find you? If they want to slide into your DMS with like Harry Potter, um, slide into my DMS with all of the Harry Potter ride there on your fucking broomstick. <laughs> here Grab it. your Nimbus. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. All about it. Hashtag wood for wood. Anybody who gets that reference. A plus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my social needs is it's only instagram because i don't mm-hmm. fuck with facebook anymore you're not missing anything uh, i i don't miss it it's at escapades with emily and yeah it's mostly like pictures of travels and outdoors and nature and you know occasional somewhat thoughty photos but you know yes and then sometime next year i don't know when but if you follow me you'll eventually find out my friend and i are launching a small batch luxury tea company what loose leaf whole leaf tea yep that's awesome yep so if you follow me sometime within a year stay tuned dropping well i will link all of that in the show notes along with the application to the cult for those who are interested in joining oh, yes. me cult and application yes yes just be cool just be cool be from southern california and be down with the chickens be down with the chickens <laughs> I'm not sure what that means but you know everybody was talking about their like quarantine projects and stuff that they did because oh, of yeah. covid I got chickens and raised chickens. So cute. (laughs) That's also how you know that I don't live in a city anymore. You know, also DM me if you want to talk about chickens. (laughs) I have a really nice cock. (laughs) (laughs) And with that. (laughs) Bye-bye. I'll show myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. (laughs) See you in Madrid. Love you, Mina. Bye forever. (laughs) let's be exclusive 
Subscribe to Interstates and Heartbreak wherever you listen to podcasts for more firsthand stories about the unglamorous side of dating in Los Angeles. And while you're at it, you can write me a love letter with a rating and review on Apple. See you next Sunday.